Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court affirms that killing an unborn child is murder. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court. This is the highest court of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and it held in a recent decision that someone who kills an unborn baby capable of living outside of the mother's body can be charged with homicide since that child is considered a person under state law. The highest court recently upheld two first-degree murder convictions of a man who stabbed his girlfriend to death, which also caused the death of their nine-month-old unborn child from the loss of blood circulating from the mother. The defendant argued that since he had not actually stabbed the baby, he should not be held responsible for its death. However, the court rejected this argument and held that, quote, the infliction of prenatal injuries resulting in the death of a viable fetus before or after it is born is homicide, close and quote. You, you know, that seems like no-brainer here. And, of course, there's, there's a lot of irony in this, which we'll get to in a moment. But throughout this decision, the court referred to the baby as child or your child or their child. So that court is recognizing that as a human being that's still in the womb, but it's still a human being, and you've killed that child. Yes. In fact, this person was convicted by the lower trial court, and the case came up to the state uh, Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court, the highest court of the Commonwealth. So the Supreme Judicial Court agreed with the trial court's instructions to the jury, which included, and listen to this, this is how the jury was instructed, quote, killing is not murder unless a human being has been killed. A viable fetus is a human being under the law of homicide. A fetus is viable when there is a reasonable likelihood of the fetus's sustained survival outside of the womb with or without artificial support, close quote. And, you know, that same court also, it, it was following its precedent in a 1984 case in which a driver was convicted of motor vehicle homicide after his vehicle struck a woman who was eight and a half months pregnant, resulting in the death of her child. So that man was convicted of a homicide because... It said, we believe that our criminal law should extend its protection to viable fetuses. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And they also had another uh, Supreme Court judicial decision uh, where that was decided in 1981. Now, this one is opposite. And out of that court, it said that there's a, quote, fundamental right of choice, close here's quote. Here's the irony, yeah. When it comes to abortion. And that the state constitution, quote, affords a greater degree of protection to the right than uh, previous U.S. Supreme Court decisions of the time. This is the same court now saying there is a right to abortion. Yeah, so in 1981 said that their state constitution provides a fundamental right of choice that includes the right to kill this unborn baby. 1984 and also again in 2023... The same Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court says that if another person other than the mother 
kills that baby, then it is homicide. And these people can be prosecuted because, again, the, again, listen to this, the jury instructions, and this is what the court agreed with, killing is not murder unless a human being has been killed. Right. A viable fetus is a human being under the law of homicide. A fetus is viable when there is a reasonable likelihood of the fetus to sustain survival outside of the womb with or without artificial support. You cannot kill property. You can only kill or murder, I should say. You cannot murder something that's inanimate. Uh, Even an animal is not considered murder under state law. But a human being that is murdered or killed is prosecutable, and it can be prosecuted under the law of homicide. Of course, I would extend it even more and say, I mean, the moment of conception, there's life. And if you were to intentionally kill a child, no matter how far along that child is, that's still murder. But in these cases with the court, they're saying that a child is considered a person under state law if it can survive outside of the mother's body before it's actually born. Right. But, you know, the, the amazing thing is, here's the irony of this. You have the same baby inside the womb, and if the mother consents to kill that baby and gives that consent to a third party, a doctor, abortionist, then that third party outside of the womb can actually kill the baby inside the womb. But it's not considered homicide. But it's not considered homicide. It's considered a fundamental right of choice. Unbelievable. But if that mother does not consent to give a third party the right to kill the baby, i.e., In this case, the boyfriend kills the baby by stabbing the mom. Or in the other case, back in 1984, a driver of a truck or a vehicle strikes a woman and kills her eight-and-a-half-month-old baby. She didn't give consent to that. Now that person can be prosecuted. So you can have the abortionist in the same room, and the mother gives consent, uh, and... That's choice. The same abortionist can be in the same room and the mother doesn't give consent and that's murder. But the difference seems to be whether the child is wanted or unwanted. Yeah. That distinguishes the difference between homicide and abortion. When you look at the jury instruction that they agreed with, it had nothing to do with whether the child is wanted or not. But that's right. It's really coming down to this lack of reason that if the mother wants the child and that child is killed, then whoever is responsible can be charged with homicide. But if the mother doesn't want the child and whoever is responsible for killing that baby, they are scot-free, and that's called a fundamental right of choice. And even more in Massachusetts, in that state alone, abortion is legal through 24 weeks. So a child can easily sustain life outside the mother's womb. But you can kill a child up to 24 weeks with no problem after that, only if it is necessary in the best medical judgment of the physician to preserve the life of the patient. According to their law, yeah. And, uh, you know, if it's necessary in the best medical uh, to preserve the patient's physical or mental health, or if it's in the best uh, medical judgment of the physician, an abortion is warranted because of the lethal fetal anomaly. So... You can still have an abortion after 24 weeks in Massachusetts if it involves the life of the mother or the health or physical 
mental health of the mother. But you know, nobody, which is ta- broad. nobody talks about Matt. I mean, I see testimonies quite often of women who have had abortion and she's, they say, you know, this is with me every single day. It does not go away. And if I could tell other women what I know now before, I would certainly advise them not to kill their child. It doesn't just make the problem go away. It makes it worse for her. Absolutely right. You know, and unless you think that, well, Massachusetts is all messed up, and of course this legal reasoning is messed up, I think that they're correct that says that if a third party uh, kills this child that they can be charged under the law for homicide. I think that is clearly correct. But that's like the case of most states. Most states have that kind of law as well, where you can be... um, charged for homicide for killing that unborn child or many states do or you can be civilly sued if you cause damage to that uh, child uh, who is in the womb that was really increased i think after the lacey peterson case was right it? that's right remember him he got charged with double homicide mm-hmm. and that's in california yeah because he killed his um his girlfriend his wife, his wife. His wife. And uh, the unborn, unborn child. child. And he got charged with uh, double homicide for her as well as the unborn child. So, in other words, this idea of killing a baby and being charged with a crime and or being liable in the civil courts is not unusual. What is unusual is the distortion that abortion has caused in the law. Abortion has distorted the law. It makes perfect sense to charge a person with murder who kills an unborn child. It makes no sense to call this choice when the mother does the killing or consents to the killing. Homicide can only be committed against a person, a human being. Homicide can't be committed against property or a non-person. Plain and simple, abortion is homicide because the act of killing the child is the same whether it is done by a violent actor or a doctor in a white lab coat. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash life. That's lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.